following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you on the Michigan Sports Network. Go to the huge show.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Began the show a conversation about number four, Michigan State, then number four, getting beat by James Madison at home. And I'm wondering where are the outside shots going to come for this team the rest of the year? I do trust Izzo, but... Some work to do there. We then moved into the ongoing Harbaugh, Connor Stallions, sign-stealing, illegal scouting, Big Ten pushing for punishment. And then Sports Illustrated broke a story that now has been confirmed that Ohio State Rutgers were the two teams that gave Purdue Michigan play call cheat sheets for the Big Ten championship game in December 2022. That's Sports Illustrated story. So now your question, if you're Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, you can't go suspend Harbaugh and say, oh, we're just going to, we're not going to look into collusion. That's really, that's not unsportsmanlike. We're not going to look at collusion. We're not going to look at the two coaches and Ryan Walters, who came in for Brown, who left for Louisville, left Purdue. And we'll just go with Shiano and Day were on the conference call where they asked for Jim Harbaugh not to be on it last week with the commissioners so they could talk freely. That Ryan Day, at least when I read this Sports Illustrated column, Didn't want Michigan to win the Big Ten championship and also a Michigan loss at the time would help Ohio State, at least in Day's mind, have a better shot getting into the Final Four, which they got into and actually should have won the national championship. But it's the evil mind of Ryan Day and Ohio State. And we have evidence presented. Everything that's been talked about with Connor Stallions, Harbaugh, NCAA said yesterday there has been no connection to Connor Stallions with Jim Harbaugh as of now. But you get this Sports Illustrated story. Collusion. Hey, man, I'm all for following the rules. I'm all for, hey, no off-campus scouting. If Harbaugh was involved, he'll pay the price, as will Connor Stallions, who has resigned. But this collusion is sick and seedy. 
Think about that. That day in Chiano with the hypocritical juices flowing out of their pores, sat on a conference call with the other Big Ten coaches and the Big Ten commissioner less than a week ago. And they didn't want Harbaugh in on it so they could speak freely. And they talked about the unfair advantage. Yeah, and if you notice in all these stories from Pete Thamel, Nicole Auerbach, Bruce Feldman, and more, Ross Dellinger, that it's been about three to five sources. So what you had going on here is you had Day and Shiano leading the way on leaking all of this negative information, talking to the commissioner about the unfair play and advantage that Michigan has. And meanwhile, those dogs are feeding Purdue cheat sheets, which were published today in that Sports Illustrated story. That shows you the bottom feeder neighborhood that Ryan Day and Greg Schiano live in. That Jeff Brom, who ran to Louisville, that Jeff Brom would take that information in those cheat seat or cheat sheets. Say that fast. That Ryan Walters of Purdue last week stood on his West Lafayette Holy Grail and talked about the unfair advantage. Meanwhile, there's stories that he was fed signals during the game last Saturday. Or his coaches are wearing electronic devices which are against the sportsmanship rules. The bigger picture is here. If Tony Petiti wants to continue his push on Harbaugh and Michigan, the facts are out there. He'll be out of a job. Coaches who sat there and lied to him, lied to the commissioner on those conference calls or ADs, will be out of jobs. This isn't about Michigan. This is about the dirty Big Ten. And guess what? Tony Petiti, brand new commissioner, has soiled the conference for a long time. The preceding huge opinion does not reflect Doug Skeen or any entity connected to Doug Skeen, the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Football Podcast, Doug Skeen's Boat, Doug Skeen's Yacht Club, Doug Skeen's <laughs> Five Big Ten Championship Rings. We now join the interview, ready to start with Doug Skeen. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm lovely, Bill. What's going on in the world of sports? It's been kind of quiet. Hey, you know what? Uh, it'd be nice one week this season to actually talk about the game on Saturday. Please do that. That'd be great. I'd, I'd like to talk about you know the X's and the O's and the blocking and the tackling. That's that seems to be my area of uh, somewhat informed opinion. Uh, all this other stuff is getting quite tiresome, quite honestly. Well, you know, it, it's gotten tiresome. But the news today, with actual evidence being published by Sports Illustrated of Shiano and Ryan Day colluding with Jeff Brom at Purdue before the Big Ten championship game, with actual. Cheat sheets, spreadsheets, breaking down Michigan's play calls. That's as close to as dirty as I've ever seen from opposing coaches. Yeah, this is getting into some of the stuff and the stories you heard about, you know, that went on down south years ago. And 
sportsmanship seems to have left the building a long time ago with these schools and these coaches that can't stand each other and their competitive desires. The bad, the bad part that you just talked about here in the last few minutes, Bill, to your audience is, for me, and, and maybe some of your folks agree that you've heard from, this feels like it's all rushing toward the legal system. And this could get really ugly with lawyers and the courts and everything else, and that'll take forever and a day for it to get sorted out. And it'll just create more distractions from what we should all be talking about, which is the players on the field. And that's why I feel like this is it's going down a negative path, and it, it's probably too far down the path to bring it back. Yeah, because, you know, we're, we're, we're both talking about this, Doug, and all the commissioner had to do, yeah, you could hear people out a week ago, less than a week ago. You want to hear the coaches out. You, you want to hear the ADs, the presidents out. That's your job. You could have said, look, uh, I'm going to wait until the NCAA contacts us because they originally contacted us to let us know what was going on, like they contacted Michigan State, the Big Ten did, after they heard about this story three weeks ago. Once I have all the facts, I promise swift punishment from the conference that could match what our rules allow. It was that easy for that new Big Ten commissioner, Tony Petiti, to follow that line. That simple. Instead, he decided to make it personal and public with Michigan, and now here comes the other tidal wave that involves more schools, and every day you are trashing the Big Ten Conference in the national media because of what Tony Petiti, the new commissioner, those ADs, and those rat coaches have done. Yeah, that's that's a pretty 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 stark and plain way of putting it there, Bill. It's it really is just that simple and the unfortunate part is this commissioner feeling the pressure from some other marquee institutions in our league wanting to jump out ahead of things and make some big time decisions that may be the worst decisions of his professional career instead of just letting it play out. But the timeline isn't convenient for those people that have ulterior motives here. The timeline's not all that great if you live in Happy Valley or, or Columbus, Ohio, and you're staring down a schedule that says you got to play this football team in Ann Arbor, and it may not turn out all that well for you. If it doesn't, now you've got all this motivation to bring all this stuff up and pressure the Big Ten Commissioner to run and help you and create a disruption in Ann Arbor, so maybe, just maybe, you have a better chance of beating them. That's the dirty part of all this. It sucks, and it sucks for no one more than the players on the field. That's who this sucks the worst for. Think about this. Uh, Matt Rule is still using it as a Monday morning crutch about, well, you know, we're 5-4, and four, but we got officials call in the state game that hurt us, and we got scouted on another game. He's under fire because he's making a lot of money. He's supposed to be the new savior, which would be – maybe the fifth or sixth savior uh, that they've been looking for since Tom Osborne left. Maybe it might be into the sevens or eights on that. Uh, And then you get uh, Ryan Walters knowing he's walking into Michigan and going to get hammered. And he's still using that uh, spade is a spade comment afterwards. And Ryan Day set this up. And he's a part of it. This go around. He's one of the leaks. You can do the math now with the three schools being exposed that you know it's Shiano connected to Ohio State. It's hating Michigan. 
It's the other 13 coaches. They've been the leaks to the Pete Thamels, to the Nicole Auerbachs, the Bruce Feldmans, because Ryan Day wanted to plant a diversion in the minds of Buckeye fans that if he is beat for a third straight time by Michigan and Michigan wins a third straight Big Ten championship that Buckeye fans feel they should have had all three, Ryan Day can say they cheated. I did everything I could. These guys cheated the last three years, and he thinks he'll hold on to his job. Well, this new news today, hello, Ryan Day. Things are uglier and deeper than they were 24 hours ago. Yeah, this is not serving Coach Day well if this was his big plan. It wasn't a very well-thought-out plan. The reality is you should probably focus on winning the football game within the lines and figuring out, how to change, figuring out how to change up your signals so that no one can decode them easily, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. But, you know, Chris Ballas has reported going back a year ago that, that they had suspicions of this before last year's game, and we know how last year's game turned out. So maybe they don't know how to change their signals in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know. But, again, this is a disservice to all the guys that are going to play in these games because these coaches – Running around, building and setting up and teeing up excuses for themselves is a disservice to the guys on the field that get one chance to do this. They get one chance to be a senior and play in these games. And this is the storyline that's going to surround these games instead of what they are or are not going to do on the field come game day. It's interesting, and Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan, part of the weekly Michigan football podcast you can hear at thewolverine.com with Chris Ballas joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. With today's technology, with the social networks, when you're a player on Ohio State, Rutgers, or even Purdue, and you read that your program and your coaches were colluding against Michigan, how much does that lower their view on their own coaching staff? Well, I, I suppose it could. It, you, you would think that it absolutely would to think that the people that are leading you and telling you to, to live your life and, uh, in, in the right way and doing the right thing and acting with a level of high character and all that you do while you're wearing that uniform and representing our school, and yet this information comes out and maybe – Maybe that person who speaks from that pulpit in the middle of those uh, those uh, full team meeting rooms suddenly has demonstrated a, a chink in his own character. No one's perfect, Bill. Certainly anybody, and yet at the same time, the focus is more is way too much on this stuff outside the lines instead of teaching your team how to properly block and tackle and put their feet where they belong. That usually fixes all the problems. And I, I was sharing with Ballas the other day years ago. The University of Illinois, we went down there and played them. It was like 1989 or 1990. They did a good job scouting us because about half of that football game, they were calling out our plays. They knew exactly where we were going to run. And toward the end of that game, we would look across the line and go, yeah, you're right. It's the 47G. It's coming right here. And we ran the play anyway and got five yards. And we told them, we're going to do it again, even though you guys already know. So good on you. You know, but you still got to stop it. It didn't happen then. And for some guys nowadays, it's not going to happen now either. So figure it out, learn how to play the game, and let these guys that are on the field dictate the outcomes instead of all this off-field drama, impugning your own character and running around, making up these, uh, uh, these, these arrangements to help these other schools uh, you know, try to beat the evil Michigan. God forbid Michigan have a good football team. And so... I don't know, it'd just be nice if everybody could just focus on the football and let the process play out 
And however that plays out, let the facts rule the day. What well, is interesting that according to that Sports Illustrated report and the spreadsheets on Michigan signs that Ohio State had in possession that they gave to Purdue prior to the Big Ten championship game, which meant Ryan Day had Michigan signs for the Ohio State game in Columbus, and that didn't work out. And I wonder why Jeff Brom at the time at Purdue said, hey, Ryan, I appreciate the offer on the signs, but you got your asses kicked uh, by the Wolverines. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing, right, Bill? You've got to still play the game. I know. I know. Hey, hey, Doug, i got to get to a timeout, buddy. Uh, we'll listen to you on the Michigan Football Podcast with Ballas at thewolverine.com. Thanks for your opinion, buddy. i got to hit a network right, post here, we'll okay? Get we'll, we'll, we'll get through this. This will be this will be good in the end. Go Blue. All right. There's uh, President Doug Skeen addressing the Maize and Blue Nation, getting ready to go on Maize 1 and fly to Columbus for peace talks with the Buckeyes. We'll keep you posted. Now remember, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Up next, he's a former Michigan basketball coach, and every week he'll join me to talk hoops. John Beeline. Presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Coach will join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. One quarter of the season to go for Michigan State's beleaguered football team. And the last three games certainly won't be easy. They're all done in Spartan Stadium. But the only thing that looks like a home game, if it's even that, is the finale Thanksgiving Friday against Penn. State. But that's down the road. And first up, Michigan State, a 30-point underdog at Ohio State in prime time this Saturday night. At least there's a little pep in the step after a win over Nebraska this last Saturday, and that ended a six-game losing streak and gave interim coach Harlan Barnett his first win. The Spartans still have to go to Indiana, who looked a little revived this last weekend. It won't be easy the rest of the way, but for once, the Spartans now are coming off a victory. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go talk some hoops with former Michigan head coach John Beeline. Each and every week he joins us. Uh, during this hour to talk about the latest connected to Michigan basketball, Michigan State, the Big Ten, Pistons, and the NBA. It's presented every week by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. How you doing, Coach? I am good, Bill. How are you today? Doing pretty good. It felt like March Madness last night when I was watching the Big Ten Network, where you'll be doing work coming up later uh, this season on the weekends. But James Madison... That wasn't a fluke. They were the better basketball team than number four Michigan State last night in that huge upset. Yeah, they they certainly were. And uh, it's just a thing that I think that with maintaining a program, keeping that level of success you need to have. When other, I see James Madison had six seniors. I, and I count walk-ons as seniors because if they're seniors and they're still a walk-on, they have been they or if they're a walk on and still a, and it's still on a team they've been adding to that team so they had six Michigan State's got six Michigan has six so these teams I think can really rise up and beat anybody and last night it was James Madison ending up uh, beating Michigan State I mean and and you can say all you want but I mean both teams practice hard both teams you know are, are all their guys on scholarship. Uh, both teams have uh, Michigan. Michigan State has mostly Michigan State players. Uh, other teams this year, they'll face have teams that have played for the third or fourth team. So uh, it'll all work out. The cream will come to the top. But that's a tough one. But a good eye opener for Michigan State. Yeah, and the eye opener for me, looking at Michigan State last night, John, was that they don't seem to have that pure shooter. And I know during your days at Michigan. You loved having those knockdown three-point sharpshooters. And I know Tyson Walker played through an injury. He's not a pure three-point shooter in my mind. They're missing uh, that spot-up guy. They got enough speed to penetrate where they kick it and they shoot. They should have one on both wings, and I didn't see it last night. I don't know if that's a one-game aberration or is that a sign of trouble for Izzo and Michigan State. It is, you know, you, you as you know, that whether it's Stauskas and, and uh, that Jordan Poole, uh, uh, Duncan Robinson, we were always trying to keep three shooters. My philosophy was let's keep three shooters out there on the floor all the time. Three guys that 
if they get an open shot, you expect it to go in. I mean, that was a little bit with Hauser, I think you'd see. You expect it to go in. You're disappointed. He's only going to shoot 40 to 35%. But that's with Michigan State right now, that's something that they can get better at. They can work at it. But there's something about having guys that come in the doors that are knockdown shooters that really help a team. Even if they don't get the shots in games, Bill, uh, you're, somebody's guarding them in the corner and let, letting you go through your gap without anybody helping because you're not leaving that guy. I, I used to talk, even this year with Duncan Robinson, I text him at a game at, with Miami, and maybe he went one for four and or one for five, and I said, yeah, but that's why Jimmy Butler got 38 points because when he was driving, there was a guy standing next to you and not helping. So it is, but it is important. You're right on. Every team needs that, not just Michigan State. Yeah, and I'm looking at the Spartans. I don't know if they have that pure shooter. Joey Hauser could extend it as a yeah. big man and get a three-point shot off. Uh, I, they're going to need Aikens. You know, to me, uh, Aikens and Hall as veteran returners are are going to need, you know, 12 to 17 points a night for Michigan State to win uh, any basketball games. And I do like Colin Carr, the athletic freshman uh, out of Georgia. And Tom has so much talent, John, and – I don't know if you've ever been there as a coach at all the different levels where you have coached or have coached. Can you have too much talent on a roster where you're trying to get everybody minutes and you don't get the good flow? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've been there before and it's, it's really hard. It usually figures itself out. If you're a good coach and it's, you know, February or March, you got to shorten your bench up, even if it means, you know, you've lost some guys are really upset with you, but you have to do it. This is the time to figure it out somewhat. But you're 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 right on. I mean, a roster where you have eight or nine trusted guys. Uh, Rudy Tomjanovic said this to me, and I'm not name dropping, but Rudy a, was a good friend, is a good friend, and said, John, when you're when you're building a uh, uh, you're building a uh, team, you're not amassing talent, and it's so it's so right on. And that's where you take a guy like I taking Spike Albrecht was Spike. We just need you to play five minutes a half. Do you, do you understand that? And maybe less than that. And you got to be happy with that. And of course, he said yes anyhow. But I mean, that's who recruits that way. But I was trying to build a team at that point and getting guys that maybe are under the radar. But it is it is tough. And Tom has worked hard to develop these guys. They've got six seniors and a couple juniors. They're going to have a heck of a year. This is this is not this is maybe a stepping stone for them. That not a roadblock. They'll they'll grow from it. I did read last time they were number four in the country and lost their season opener. They went on to win the national championship. That's one thing about college basketball. Your season oh. isn't over uh, because of one loss. John Beeline, former Michigan uh, head coach, also former. Uh, shooting specialist, senior advisor with the Pistons. He'll join us each and every uh, week on the HUGE show on Tuesdays, presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort uh, in Mount Pleasant. You talked about your time at Michigan. Juwan Howard's recovering from the heart procedure. Uh, they get North Carolina Asheville, another non-pushover team, to open up their season tonight at 8.30 on the Big Ten Network. Uh, your thoughts on this Michigan roster going into this season? I think it's way underrated, actually. And I think that 
they have, once again, you just, I don't know how you have bad seasons if you have six seniors. If they're the right guys and they have some talented seniors that, albeit they've transferred in, but if they're coming in with the right attitude and, and they're, you know, it, I always used to say, how many coaches are wrong? You, you've transferred two or three times. So they, they, they have a propensity to listen to Juwan and Phil Moore because they're probably hearing the same things that they heard before that maybe they didn't like. And it's a, uh, you know, and, and coaches at this level are not, they didn't invent the game. You know, whatever Tom is teaching at Michigan State, Phil Martelli and Jawan, because Phil's coaching the team, mostly are teaching the same thing. And but it's foreign to some kids' ears when they come in, so they transfer. They got these four transfers that have been there for a while, plus or that are there now, and then plus Williams and uh, Jackson Cervalia, uh, who is a walk-on who's been there. They. Um, they have, they're better than people think. I think they've been picked way down. Great height. It's just my concern, again, is do they have enough guard play and shooting? Because you really win with guards. That's why I think Michigan State's in great shape. You win with guards, uh, not necessarily big men. You win with guards. And uh, they, they, I'm concerned that they have enough guard play in Michigan, but it will come out here if, if guys can transition into that way, in, into playing that, that way. And and honoring and looking at the assist is more important than the shot. That's important. I'm very curious to see this Michigan basketball team tonight in their opener against North Carolina Asheville. Eight thirty is that tip on the Big Ten uh, Network. I was also channel surfing last night between Michigan State watching the end of the Pistons, and there's a common theme during this five game losing streak. And I know John, until they clean house after Monty Williams was brought aboard. That you were working with the shooters, working with the team, that senior advisor role. Uh, I'm looking right now at a bench that isn't giving them a lot. You've seen them during this losing streak blow late leads, second half mm-hmm. leads. Uh, I'm looking at the starters, even Killian Hayes with 21 last night. Kate obviously is fine, but the bench isn't giving them a lot. Well, they're forced to play a bench maybe that is not as strong as they'd like. I'm telling you, spending two years with Alec Burke and Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, it's amazing. Actually, one year with Alec and two uh, with, with no, well, one each with Boyan and, and Alec. And I'm telling you, those two, those two guys, missing them is, is a huge difference. That's 30 points easy any night off your roster. And so that's maybe everybody's got a bump. Monte Morris. They need I, – I, Bill, I always talked about this. You need a point guard. Every team – every good team has a – there's point guards and then there's computer point guards that really – like Jalen Brunson is the computer out there. Chris Paul is a computer out there. You need that type of point guard too. And like if K, the young guys will grow into that. Monte Morris is a computer point guard. And when he gets healthy, he'll make a big difference. But – they're gonna, I like that Cade shooting the ball. He hasn't had a couple good nights shooting, but shooting the ball really well. With every team, you can't turn it over the way they are and win. You just can't. And uh, that's like one of, one of the – in my teams, those, I hope that was always seen, that we were always going to take care of the ball because it gives you a chance to win. And they're shooting themselves in the foot in so many of these games. But 
we got to stick a long season. Got to get healthy and let these guys grow. And um, I'm watching with great interest. I think it's it should be a, still a season that is promising for for the Pistons. Man, I'm looking at the the bench for Golden State, uh, giving them close to 50. And you're getting yeah. 24 from the Pistons. There is your difference in the NBA. It goes back to validate what I was saying that, yeah. for, you know, when they're lining up their best versus their best, uh, the Pistons are hanging with anybody in the NBA. The problem is right now you get through some injuries with no Bogdanovich or Burks out yeah. there, and you just you have no scoring off the bench. And I'm looking at, you know, look at Golden State just last night's game, Johnny. Uh, their bench is Chris Paul, Sarich. Uh, Kaminga, Gary Payton, uh, the second, Moody. Uh, you see where I'm coming from? And there's 17, yep. 12. Uh, there's, you know, 50 points uh, from your bench. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really huge to have that. And they, uh, you know, it's just it's just hard. You have, you have to find the biggest difference, Bill, for me, from going to college to the NBA was you have to play your bench. You have to play nine. You have to play 10 in order to make it work. They can't go for 40 minutes. They, although I think they used to before load management, I think they used to play 40 and 40, 45 minutes. Wilt used to never come out of a game, <laughs> but, but they, they uh, going to the bench and saying, okay, I got to play these guys. You can't just like, okay, I'm going to put somebody in for three minutes and then I'm going to take them out and put my starters back in. No, you got to let them play for seven minutes at a time twice a half roughly, and that can make or break you. You know, if you're you're tied, you could go way behind, you know, or if you're you're ahead, you could blow that lead. Yeah, the bet you cannot win in the NBA without having, you know, that nine nine players that either are good enough or experienced enough to get you through it. And that's what happened with Golden State. They their their bench was more experienced than ours. And when you don't have Ivy, you don't have Morris, you don't have Duran, you don't have Harris, you don't have Burks, you don't have Bogdanovich, you're the Pistons, you're not going to win a lot of NBA games trying to play, you know, five versus ten. It's not going to happen. No, it, it's just not going to happen. And, and you, you could have a couple good minutes here and there, but it's or you, you, know, you could have a good one good run by your bench, let's say in the first half, that you put them in at the end of the first, let them play halfway through the second, but then you do it again in the second, it could be completely different because they're not in that situation. So they got to get healthy. A lot of injuries for this time of the year for them. I, I feel feel bad about that because those guys are ready to go. And uh, we, you'd hope they'd be ready to go to start the season and get injured during the season. But fluke things can happen over the summer during training camp. They need those guys. Pistons are not going to win without – uh, Boyan and Alec and Jaden Ivey uh, and Joe, Joe Harris is going to help a great deal in Monte. Those five, those five could be good starters. So uh, they need them. John Beeline, former Michigan head coach, former special advisor with the Pistons. He'll be a part of the Big Ten Network's hoops coverage coming up uh, later this fall on the weekends. He'll join us every Tuesday courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. One final thought back to watching James Madison look like, and they were the better team than number four Michigan State last night, the transfer portal. What has that done where teams, because you only have 15 guys on a roster, you can flip a roster yeah. quick and be competitive. 
what has the transfer portal done to college basketball to even the playing field? Well, I think it's a, it's a quick fix for some teams, and it also could be a you know a quick uh, demise to some teams if they lose people. But Bill, I had teams at Canisius, Richmond, uh, even even Lemoyne College, that they were at the wrong level. They should have been playing at a higher level, and. I don't know if those guys would have stayed to, in today's game with the NIL advantages and then being able to play right away. I did ask a couple, and they said, Coach, it was the best thing I ever did stay in and playing because that's why I'm successful now. I pushed through the hard stuff when you were you were SOB to me. and But today, that is so hard. So I think the biggest thing coaches have to do today, Bill, is build a – family within your culture. We talk about it all the time. It's got to be so intentional so that guys want to leave. They're leaving their family. They're not just leaving the team. And it's essential for coaches to emphasize that, not just like, okay, the beginning of the year, put it up on the wall. No, every day you have to be a family and you have to work as a coaching staff, build that culture because it can take you down. It's a I wouldn't, re- I wouldn't rely on it if I were coaching today, but I might plug a hole or two somewhere. Hopefully I get a whole bunch of four-year players or guys that only put way- reason they leave is go to the NBA. So it's, it's going to be hard. Tom, Tom's been able to do it with everybody back. That's why he's probably mystified by last night's game. But uh, time is a friend of truth. Over truth, over time, his team will be a really good team this year. John Beeline, each and every Tuesday on the Huge Show across Michigan, courtesy of the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Also look for John and the Big Ten Network coverage of the conference teams uh, coming up later uh, this fall. John, love the conversation. We'll talk next week. Love it, Dell. I look forward to it. John Beeline checking in on the Huge Show across Michigan. Talking hoops every Tuesday presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Earn bonus points with M-Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spa. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care. And Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville, 
Go to TheUrbanU.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He is standing by. And, Timmy, what's shaking at Soaring Eagle? Man, we got so much going on. Let's just start with promotions. Black Friday freefall. Every Friday in November, you can't go wrong here at Soaring Eagle. It goes down from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. We're hot seat drawing it each hour. Two winners could take home $500 worth of premium play. And two other winners could take home $500 in table game. Promo chips, you can't go wrong. Whether it's slots, whether it's tables, we got to cover with our Black Friday free fall. So you can't go wrong with that. And I'll tell you what, we're blazing through fall. I just said that out loud, everybody. Blazing through fall. It's our Jeep giveaway, everybody. Saturdays in November, you can win your share of $144,000. Here's the way it works. Every hour from 5 to 10 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will be drawn each win $500 cash. That's right, $500 cash. And at 11 p.m. every Saturday, every Saturday, a chance to win that 2023 Jeep Renegade Latitude. You can't go wrong. Every Saturday, we're giving away a Jeep. That's how you blaze your fall, everybody. Stick with Soaring Eagle, and we're going places, and we're going to make sure you get there along with it. So hopefully you can win that Jeep. All you need is your Players Club card, and that's absolutely free. Make sure you see the Players Club as soon as you get here. And then... All the shows, we got them for you. Friday, November 10th, Chris Tucker will be in the house. That's right, you know, from all the great movies, Friday, Rush Hour, Chris Tucker will be on our stage doing what he does best, and that's comedy. And then on the 17th of November, The Hunks, the show. Uh, That'll be a show me and Bill will not be uh, on stage for, and you're welcome for that in advance, just so you know. Wheel of Fortune Live, November 24th. If you love the show, you're going to love it live. Catch it on our stage. And then December 1st, Clint Black with Josh Grayson. December 8th, Jay Leno with special guest Arsenio Hall, the dog pound. And then uh, Rock and Rum, December 9th, everybody. That's 6.45. You can't go wrong. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Rock and Rum. Uh, Kenny G will be here December 10th. 
Robin Thicke with Montel Jordan, December 15th. That's right, I said Robin Thicke will be in the house. Smokey Robinson on the 27th of December. We added Lance Burton and Friends. That's right, that great musician that you see out in Vegas. Uh, December 28th, he'll be right on our stage doing everything magical that Lance Burton brings to the house. He is a master magician, and I can't wait for that show. December 29th. Great White and Quiet Riot. Get ready to bang your head with those guys. Lone Star, December 30th. And, of course, the 80s Rewind New Year's Eve party, the one you're not going to want to miss, December 31st. And then if you want to plan ahead, May 25th, we have Chicago coming to you. Leonard Skinner, August 9th, getting ready for that outdoors, along with ZZ Top. Uh, we're bringing entertainment like no one else can, and we appreciate all the help you're giving us, Bill, by uh, allowing us to share that with all your guests. So thank you very much, my friend. He is the fun governor. He is fired up about what's happening. Promotions, concerts, shows, giveaways. Go to SoarinEagleCasino.com. You can book your weekend getaway. Fabulous hotel rooms, uh, dining options, including the Roos Chris, which I recommend uh, to anybody uh, going to Soarin' Eagle. That's SoarinEagleCasino.com. Also, don't forget about their sister property, the Saganine. Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM, the Met uh, in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. Timmy, we'll talk next week. Thanks again, my friend. Appreciate you. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, joining us here on the Huge Radio Network. Big. Bad. Huge.